You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Yo, 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 what up? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Uh, I ain't doing the intro. You don't have no Ric Flair intro. No, nah, not this week. I don't feel like it, man. This week is it's, it's been it's an off week this week. Yo, man. and this day ain't going wild. The Trump killer. The Trump killer. Okay. Yeah, that's how the fuck I'm feeling. You got to be careful <laughs> with that these days. I'm, no, I don't. I carry. Uh, anyway. I carry. <laughs> I don't got to be I careful with shit. Welcome to Shop Talk Podcast, episode <laughs> week number 21. 21, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 21 weeks. 21 Savage. This has been a, definitely a savage-ass week. That should be the name of the episode, 21 Savage. We'll, we'll kick that shit around. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fuck around <laughs> with it. Uh, so, I mean, let's just get right into it, dog. Fuck Trump. Let's let's just get that shit out. There's no way in fuck that I thought this nigga was going to be win and be the president of life. No way in fuck. Yeah, they got me on this one. Uh, I, I didn't. But you know what? I take that back because I called that shit about three weeks ago when we had uh, Judy in the studio with us. I called that shit and said Trump will probably fuck around and be president. And that's why I felt that shit because there's a certain sector of the country that just ain't comfortable with a woman running shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and racism is real in a motherfucker. You can go in the you can go in the voting booth and be a fucking bigot. You can, um, but I mean that shit is just crazy, dog. I I, I didn't think. It's really not that crazy. It is. The the whole point was it was a bunch of closet uh, Trump supporters that was out there. You want you really want to call them closet? Because the niggas that voted for Trump be the same motherfuckers handing your coffee at Starbucks. No, I say your McDonald's. Fifty million people. Because everybody who I've, I've, I've come in contact with and talked to, what nobody saying? Hey, hey, I'm voting for Trump. But all the motherfuckers that you, that your neighbors. Your 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 boss, all these white fuckers, all these different people. Say, say how you say how you really feel. Yeah, they they voted for Trump, and they won't tell you in public, but they did this shit. And yeah, it's gonna be a crazy ass fucking four years. Uh, I'm predicting that he's not gonna make it four years. Why would you think that? Somebody, somebody gonna take him the fuck. I out. mean, Trump ain't the first racist <laughs> president. He ain't. He definitely not the oh, first nigga, racist he president. He ain't the first. He ain't never gonna be the last. But like. Look, this nigga woke up one day and decided... 50 million people, the 60 million people decided that, 59 to be exact, decided they want him to be president. Hillary a lot still, of motherfuckers like him. Hillary still won the, won the popular vote. And the thing is, this motherfucker just woke up and said, I'm white, I'm rich, and I feel like being president and fucking ran with that shit. And it worked. So I don't never want a motherfucker to tell me I'm unqualified for shit ever again in my life. From this point on, I'm Dr. Dave going wild. Like, if I feel like... Going in the gynecologist's office and putting some gloves on and looking at pussies all day, <laughs> like I should be able to because I don't have no prior experience. But fuck it, I feel like I want to be a gynecologist. What's the little black nigga from Florida who did this shit? Oh, my man! Had, <laughs> my like, man was foolish. He he did it twice though. Like nigga, open up a shop like I'm a doctor, uh, and that's he, what it is. And he is a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> he is. So fuck it. I don't know what else the fuck went on this week. When I woke up, because I didn't watch all of the election night coverage, because I just that shit was just fucking fucking with me in the heart. I watched the I watched the whole thing, because you know I work midnight, so I was up. You know what I'm saying? So I watched that whole shit, and I'm thinking like, oh, they, this this shit is like good TV. They gonna make it come down to the wire, and then we gonna pray for Hillary to win, which she's still evil, and then we gonna get her, and then we gonna be fucked up in uh, a year and a half. We'll be like, why the fuck we do this shit? But that's not how it played out. Your slave tears will not save you from this bullshit, nigga. I could not watch this shit. I went to bed. I woke up about 4 in the morning and said, let me go take a piss. And something told me not to fuck with my phone, but I was like, I'm going to check it. I'm going to check anyway. 
And I started with Twitter, and they was talking all this Trump shit. I was like, nah, because Twitter lied to you in a motherfucking second. I said, so let me look at some other shit. I started pick, going through, like, CNN, and as soon as CNN popped up, it was that nigga face. I was like, man, Jesus got to be coming back because the world is about to end, my nigga. Hey, man, this is so, on Facebook, at first I wasn't going to say shit, you know, uh, but who would I be without me saying some shit? This is my issue, though. You know, next day, all of us, um, all these Negroes, Get on the internet and start blaming motherfuckers for white people being racist. Nah, racism ain't never gonna yeah, know. And I won't, I won't tag that on like white people in general. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say for a large part of the population being racist. It's not black people's fault, man. All you folks who didn't get out and vote, or anybody who voted third party, so you gonna tell a motherfucker they can't vote for the the, the the choice that they think is a better option because, like, why? Yeah. So I give you that. But racism, number one, racism ain't never going nowhere. It ain't really ever really been that hidden. It's just more upfront now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Jim. When you look at like the timeline and go through history, like, what we only been free what a little bit under 300 years. Women only been able to vote around a hundred years. And Jim Crow is like it ain't been a hundred years. I'm saying like a little, like a, legal, like a little legal. bit, like a little bit under, right around a hundred year ballpark. It's like 1960, 1964. The voting right was passed. It ain't been a hundred no, years. No, no, and I'm talking about Jim Crow, like in civil rights. That shit is not even older than some of our parents. So I mean, like racism a lot, like ain't skipped generations yet. It ain't like we don't went like four five generations without having to deal with. Everybody's some, still alive. Like, Hell these people yeah. ain't going nowhere. They raised their children or whatever. So, what I put on uh, Facebook was, like, because overwhelmingly, people wanted me to believe that, basically, white people overwhelmingly decided to vote for a racist man, and somehow it's black people fought. So, there's roughly 370 million people in America, and 112 million of them voted. So only, only a third of the population. Always. It's only 37 million black people in America. That's including the kids who underneath under 18. That's including everybody who's in prison. So if every single person, black person living, voted, you still would have lost. Yeah. It ain't my fault that a large percentage of the population voted for a white racist man who ran on bigotry. He don't like... Ran on hate, ran on sexism. Got a 13-year-old girl saying he, he committed a sexual assault. How the fuck you run for president you about to be on trial for rape? I mean, like, that shit's how does, crazy. How does that shit happen? How does that shit... So you telling me you could be on trial for rape, but I can't smoke weed and fucking work at Target? Shit, Hillary, she's about to be on trial, too. But, like, both of these options was fucked. And the illusion of inclusion, this is what it is. So we all riled up and shit. We thinking that all... The, like, we thinking our vote matters. To a certain extent, it does. But we got electoral college, fella. So it don't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 500 and... 38 people who decide who's going to be the president. I don't Period. Want, and they do not. There's no legal obligation for them to go with the popular vote. They can vote however they feel like. They want to. And the thing about it is, I'm not, not to say that I, I'm in support, like, I'm fully against this nigga Trump being president right now. But I do look at it from a different aspect. Like, if you got a hustle or you got a business, now's the time to get that shit off the ground. Because Republican presidents always 
protect big business. Like that's if you just go throughout and look throughout the altar history. We ain't about to be big business. I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying that we about to yo, be, yo, be yo, huge business. Your startup I mean, is not about to be big nah, business. Nah, nah, not your, your big startup. business is gonna be old money. Like uh, corporations where I can file right, man, international. Talking, I'm just saying. That's all right, all right. <laughs> but but let me run down a laundry list of shit that niggas can kiss goodbye starting January twentieth, ain't that the inauguration? Civil rights, affirmative action, uh, Section 8, roadmap benefits, Obamacare, Social Security, Medicare, uh, Roe versus Way, student loan forgiveness, uh, all that shit kisses the fuck goodbye. You can kiss goodbye all that Black Lives Matter shit, because this is what happened. Over the last year and a half to two years, everybody's been protesting, everybody putting hashtags, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. We're part, we part of the FBI database now. No, that's not what I'm getting to, is during this last two years, you pissed a large part of society off. They didn't say nothing. They let you post and do all the demonstrating. What they did, they went out and voted for somebody who was the exact opposite of everything you've been protesting for. So that large part part of the population who decided to say, man, fuck all that shit. That was our, our last stand. Y'all getting too much. And the way that we feel, this is interesting, the way that we feel about uh, Trump, that large part of the population has felt that way for the last eight years. Yeah, when Obama got elected. You know, my nigga, what I, what I kind of equated this shit to, when I woke up and seen that Trump was president, it felt like the day after 9-11. Like, I just didn't know what the fuck to really do. Like, 11-9. Should, should I be cool? I remember when 9-11 is when the blueprint dropped. And I remember I had a, a part. And Fabulous album. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can't you can't really put a fab album up against when the fucking blueprint came out. Like you can't do that. But I remember going to fucking media play, which was like like right by my apartment in Southfield, my first apartment and shit. And I bought fucking uh the blueprint on on C D and niggas was looking at me like, What are you doing out the house? I said, Y'all motherfuckers still open, ain't you? Like I came here to get that new Jay Z. <laughs> so I mean ring this, ring this shit up do your fucking job you know that's a long up. ass time ago there was actually a place where you can physically where go, you buy, go music. buy music that shit that's a long time nigga ago. if you go to Best Buy right now all the music is like in two hours nigga figure it out <laughs> find, find what you can nigga, you to hop on that Evergreen bus to Fairlane go to Sam Goody um, yo what's the first shit that you bought on CD the first CD I, anything I ever bought yes the first thing that you ever bought on CD. That's effect straight up suicide. Ah, that's that's dating this Hey man, it is what it is. First CD I ever bought was the young. The young. Niggas don't remember the young. That's the first CD I ever bought, and I banged that shit. The first tape I actually ever remember buying with my money was the um the uh, the Warren G um regulate regulate single. Good. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, that taking was, it back to sing. That was like Tape World, right in front in Fairlane, right across. From, Hell yeah, nigga. Uh, Hell yeah, I remember Tape World. Yeah, shit, I'm 35, hey. man. I'm 35 <laughs> too. I remember. I'm old. I'm an OG out here now. The Sam Goody, like that was my or I think I used to buy my music in the hood. I go to Chauncey. I go to Damon's on Plymouth, man. Yeah, Damon yeah. had the whole block. Shout out to Damon. One of the first black entrepreneurs. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's shit. taking it back. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. Like, that's the music was good. Shit was, it was more expensive there, but we, I bought this shit anyway because he was black. That was I, just literally like, I'm going here because you're I just black. didn't have no other options. Like, my old bird wasn't just, wasn't just making ridiculous runs just because 
I wanted to pick up some new hip hop. Man, there's another Charlton's is like right around the block. That's where the fuck you gonna go. Man, there was another spot that uh when we started doing our little music shit, we was selling CDs on consignment. What's the spot? It's on the west side. Uh, fuck, I feel bad. It ain't there no more. I know what you're talking about. Off of Finkel. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the spot. That's but it, fucked up. Hey, nigga, my first project, they had me in a window. Like I had a poster in the fucking window and I felt like I made it. I got hey, that shit on Polo. I got a Polaroid of me standing outside the record store with my shit in the window and I felt like nigga I like you could not tell me one motherfucking thing. Not that the sky was blue, not that I was standing on Finkel Avenue, like nigga, I had made right, it in right. my mind. I mean, that's that that feeling you get when you go you hear some shit on the radio. Like ah. nigga, the first time I heard my shit on the radio, I called Everybody I fucking knew, and nobody picked up. <laughs> I was just—I had that shit up loud as fuck in the car, and nobody picked up. Well, look, you'll never feel that that joy again, at least for the next four years. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think. Well, you know what's so crazy? Because everybody say, "Hey, man, we just got four years of this shit, and we can re- reset." But uh, no, it's not that simple. <clears throat> he can actually elect or run again. No, no, no. He can actually appoint two Supreme Court justices. And with the Supreme Court justice, that's a lifetime yeah, gig. You Until you die. die or something really, really fucked up happens where you got to get impeached. Like, it ain't, and it ain't even the thing of Trump winning the presidency. Niggas be Rudy, sleeping on that. We lost the House and the Senate. Rudy Giuliani is going to be the fucking attorney, attorney general for the United States. That's a national stop and frisk on his way. Yeah, it is. Like Trump in his last, um, in his last debate said he was fully support. He was fully supporting Stop and frisk. They was like, well, they, they deemed that unconstitutional. Uh, no, they didn't. Like, no, nigga, they did. Yo, this motherfucker ain't said nothing about, like, education, foreign policy, and he lost every oh, fucking he debate. He said something about foreign policy. Yeah, he gonna bomb them. I, I will blow them out of the fucking water. That's what he said. And I will build a wall. <laughs> hey, did you see them niggas in, that, in Royal Oak Middle School with that, with that young, uh, yeah. with that young kid and them chanting, build the wall? Yeah. Let me tell you something. So look, I got two. I got two kids in middle school. Mm-hmm. And let one of my kids come home and say some shit like that happen. Let me let me just ring the bell. It's covered in shit. Let me just let me just say this. I will smack the fuck out of your child, straight up. I will beat the fuck out of your child. <laughs> and you can try me if you want to, and we'll go outside. Try we can me. throw these. We can go outside and throw these hands. I'm a legit six two two fifty. I will beat the fuck out of you and your child. Have you ever have you ever seen a uh, like a toddler or a small child get stomped? Yeah. Okay, because I'm a I demonstrate also. It's like no. <laughs> I, I, I say yeah, like yeah. that's some regular shit to see. Hey, it, it can be regular because like you fuck with my. This is. But like this. But in high school, I said some shit. You say shit just to fuck with people that you don't even believe. Like once somebody starts chanting that shit, ah oh, fuck it, uh, let's jump it in. Like I don't know if that shit was true. I mean, I, clearly it was true, fuck but. Them kids. Fuck them kids. Shit wasn't floating in the city. Hell, hell no. Shit wasn't floating in the city at all. Throw them little niggas up in Spain elementary and see how much shit that they, they want to talk. Them young niggas in Spain are still wild. Slice your fucking face open. Fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's some niggas in Spain that'll fuck you up. Man, it's been a fucked up week, dog. Nah, they, man. God is good. It's the devil that's a motherfucker. Man, I mean, <laughs> look. I'm, hey, hey, everybody turn to God this week. 
Oh, they were like, gonna be slapping on Sunday. <laughs> I'm just so service gonna be slapping on Sunday. No disrespect, but everybody was like, God is my president. Not everybody. God wasn't supposed to be your president two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody. Like, oh, God is my president. The Lord is the head of my house. No. <laughs> is he, like, is God, God is your president when you, when you smoking loud on the couch with your bitch and she has you? Hey, is he still your president there? It's from the earth. He gave it to you. Hey, man, you you know I'm a proponent of weed. <laughs> weed is from the earth. I endorse that shit. I support it. Yo, Cali got like you can smoke in Cali now. Boston now, apparently. Hey man, out in the open, like whatever. I need them to bring that shit to Michigan. It is no reason why I can't just I can't take a smoke break at work and smoke some loud. Man, you know how I feel. No we talked about it what two weeks ago. I think all drugs should be legal. So hey, do it. Even heroin. Everything should be legal. Crack, cocaine, you willing to put your name on that? Absolutely. Every single drug should be legal. Could you work with a motherfucker that was starting lines and came back to do work? You probably already do, though. We probably already do. I mean, that don't... Being be, so we, we talk, we, we'll go into a little bit more, but just because I believe it should be legal, I don't mean everybody should do it, but the illegalness of it is what creates the black market, which is why people be robbing and killing over it. Hey, that shit up in... You, you, know, you want to go buy some weed, go buy that bitch at CVS. I bet you niggas wouldn't be getting killed on the corner yes, for it. Yes, they still would. CVS is not going to take out the local drug dealer. Why would I go buy from you if I can go get that bitch with a with a 5% discount for my, my I freaking... Could, I can swipe my easy rewards card and buy and buy. Yeah, two? You, you shut the niggas out of business, dog. Like, why would I go? Why would I buy it, from you? It wouldn't, it's the same it thing would. with liquor. Once, when Prohibition was here, that shit was illegal. Al Capone, all them niggas shooting up. Everybody was dying. They made that shit legal. Niggas wasn't going to I mean, you're still, somebody's backyard you're to still buy liquor. You still got brand name liquor, but like, liquor is something different. Like, if I can make Hennessy in the basement, like... You can. It ain't gonna taste the same. I just don't, I just don't believe it will. Hey, man. Uh, I think they should sell weed in stores. I think ain't no law ever made somebody stop smoking weed or stop smoking crack. It's been illegal forever. Niggas still do it. So if they sold if they sold weed at CVS and I felt like my at the pharmacy. And I felt like my eighth was a little light, like could I take it back? Like y'all y'all shorted me. Y'all shorted me on this shit. You can't take liquor back. Like I don't think it was a liter in this bottle. Eh. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Nah. Can't take it back. She I, can't take no Viking back. Like it was only thirty-two people in here. CVS gonna close at ten o'clock. My man up the street, he open all night. They serving all night. Well, long. you know they got dispensaries out here. So anyway, and dispensaries gotta close too. Like you can't. It ain't like they twenty-four hours. It is a twenty-four hour dispensary. Where the fuck is? I just seen uh, my man. Uh, I think Comic J Will posted one of them. He was advertising one of them bitches. The twenty-four hour dispensary. He was like, I think he was like, all oh, y'all know all the other dispensaries close at ten. Or some shit, and uh, we still open. And, yeah, go look at that nigga pack. Right, yeah, funny check that out, uh, but we got some guests in this week, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We I might as well get their, their opinion on um, all this on everything. Shit, on everything, you know. Yeah, what go saying? ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yo, known the ninja MC and producer from Detroit, Michigan. My man Juan Hunter in the house. What up, dog? What, what up, dog? Yo, what up? Word. So let's let's just jump right into the bullshit. First of all, one thing I do have to have to give you a good look on that Orioles jacket is uh, that's official right there. And I the Air appreciate Max. it, man. Yeah, that and Air Max. See, live niggas know. You yeah, know Air Max ninety fives are like the great, on the one goal, of the greatest shoes on, ever. The, on the top five of shoes ever made, and easily the top five shit Nike has ever touched. I just I just came up with a new question: top five shoes ever made. Man, oh man! It, like the the holy oh. grail of shoes, okay. gym shoes. I got mine off top. <laughs> All right, high top Air Force Ones. 
the with the sheaves with the strap. Okay. Ninety five. Um. Of uh, uh. Wait, does that answer? Like, so it could be any shoe. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. Ooh. Uh, damn. Okay. Well, would Timberland would Timberland be considered a shoe? Yeah. Like the wheats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Got the wheats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the wheats <laughs> in there. Of of uh, the Barclays and um, oh man. Which which year Barclays though? The uh the, the 94 oh, the ninety four ones. Yeah, ninety four ones. Yeah, I love the ways. Like that's one of my top favorites. The black and purple drones and um, what's number five, one, bro? Uh, what's number five? Um, I, fuck penny, it, I'm gonna say penny, I'm gonna penny. say. I'm, you said what? What about pennies? Yes, yeah, oh, man. Pennies, I've never I've never personally fucked with pennies. You know what I'm saying? But never had a pair of phones. Nope. Come on, man. Nope, and that's by choice. I almost, wore, okay. I almost wore some today. Yeah. God, so I got the wrong boots. A lot of niggas. Like, if I, do, if I do, if I do, if I do, I'm copping strictly. Oh, oh, I got my last one. I got my last one. The, uh, the, the, the Griffies. Oh. The Air Max One. The, the Max, the Max Ones. You know word, what I'm word, saying? Word, that's word. tied, that's tied with the, with the Nomos. You know what I'm saying? That's tied with the Nomos. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm talking a lot of. No, 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 no. You good. You good. I know I'm talking. Because <laughs> he's actually gonna get gonna hit you with like some top five. So, so what's, mean, your, what's your that's, top five shoes? Shit, my bro. top five shoes. Uh, they gotta make the holy grail of of of, of urban streetwear. Hey man, Concord Elevens. Okay. Like, okay. Cross my heart. Like Nigga. I love them shit. Absolutely. I love them motherfucking shit. Nigga, I just got them. Hey man, <laughs> I got a pair, that man. I only wore them bitches one time, and they the lows. Hold on, I, I only got the original. Hold on, like, when I when they first when they reissued them like back in '02, I think it is. Mm, okay. I bought two pair of them shit. Now I was living with my ex wife at the time. She was my girlfriend and shit. So I I snuck them bitches in the crib because you know. I don't want to have to explain my fucking straw as purchases. Mm-hmm. So when she went through the closet and seen two pairs, she's like, why the fuck you buy two pairs and these 250? I said, listen, one is to wear and one is just to look at. You didn't buy them. Run it, one is for me just in case you're running a hard time. Throw them bitches <laughs> yeah, on I, I can flip one of these bitches on a hard day. Um, how fucking, much, I'm sorry, Kudra. How, how much was the Columbia's back in the day? Oh, man. They were they was still like... Like 150? Like nah, 150 retail? No, nah, they was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was like, like 150 retail. Well, you know what's so crazy? Like, low-key, technically speaking, them bitches is kind of cheap. Yeah. Right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, when you look at what they used to cost and shit wasn't costing that, like, uh, it's, it's ain't for the love. I remember when the Barclays first came out, the Barclays was $95, and that was the most sh- a, a shoe ever hold cost. Hold on, my nigga. Up, up on my top five is the phone. Because I had them bitches oh, yeah. when, when we was in high school. I left... Cast went to Northland, came back in them bitches, and these when these motherfuckers were two hundred dollars. I remember still two hundred. <laughs> no, like this, but this was like legit the first think, but gym think about shoe that, shit. that yeah. was two hundred dollars. That's like a that's, that's damn near four hundred right now. Yeah, that's like some babe shit. <laughs> my nigga, I put them shits on in the parking lot and walked into school. My I had a teacher that stopped me. He was like kind of like the cool ass teacher. He was like, ain't them them $200 gym shoes? I said, you goddamn right. This is what the fuck uh, Ain't that my whole week check? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ain't that my goddamn go to the ticket? <laughs> oh, oh. Yo, uh, we Tims, like, I'm a Timberland fanatic. For sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, man, white Air Force Ones with the bubble gum toe. Ooh. With the bubble gum toe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gee. He went back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee. That bubble gum toe meant something. Absolutely. What's yeah. so crazy is... Uh, them shits was official. Man, Air Force Ones, is, they definitely on the list, right? Yeah. But they stole their swag from the feelers, dog. 
You remember oh, the feelers the with feel, the, Yeah, that's that that was some Detroit shit. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? With the shit. it had a little strap though. You used to hang that bitch off the back, like yeah, all yeah. the different like that's where it, that was like, nigga, you had them feelers. Okay. I couldn't have them. But we had them feelers on, it was like, yeah. Had a little strap hanging in the back. And my last one, and I like I still I buy a pair of these, I buy at least two pair of these bitches every year. Top ten. Okay, Ooh, Adidas okay. top ten. Yeah, oh, man. Right. Them shit's plastic. They don't go nowhere. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, my uncle on that tip. Yeah. Speaking of which, honorable mention the Adidas uh uh b-ball joints. That's the Sean Kemp's. It, it's like a booty you have to like put on before you put it. Yeah, in the I remember shit. that. I remember that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Them yeah, shit. Them shit. Them. That's honorable mention for yeah, my yeah, yeah. Like size Nike. If I had to throw in an honorable mention, I ain't even gonna front. These bitches was hard as fuck. When first Reebok pumps. Like the ones D Brown wore, oh, they, was all, they was all black with like the orange bottom. Right, that was dope. They looked like a basketball. That was dope. That was dope. I know they like one of the greatest. Reebok had a good run. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have nobody. Be- oh man, I let these off the list. Them AIs. The questions. Like a- AIs first shoe. They was his own. Yeah, yeah, AIs first shoe. Eighty nine dollars. It was all black. Right now. Eighty nine dollars right now. My man just caught some yesterday. The Red Boys too. Yeah. So uh, my top five, Air One's got to go in there. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm including all of them. High mid low like Air One. I feel like Nelly. I feel like Nelly shitting on Air Ones with that with that. That shit was weak as fuck to me. It is. It just. Now it well let me let me rephrase that. It wasn't weak as fuck because because I I definitely bumped that shit because boom. At one point, uh, strictly sportswear on Seven Mile was the number one seller of Air Force Ones in the country. Wow. On the move, Mr. Moss. Hey, <laughs> right from there. Over shit. Hey, <laughs> yeah. We was the number one seller of Air Force Ones uh, that, you, in that you. one location. That's crazy. Uh, Air Force Ones got to go on that list, right? Hey, right. I'm yeah. the, this is a Detroit list. Okay. All right. I mean, it's, it's our show. I'm talking about my list. Yeah, my list is a Detroit list. So the, Air, the, Gators on there? the Air Force Ones <laughs> on there, right? Uh, the Wheat Tim's on there. That's two, yeah. right? The Gore-Tex boots is on there. Okay. The Rock the Rockford Gore-Tex boots, because them motherfuckers is class. We were talking that age. We yeah. were talking that age. Like, nigga, I still got... Them bitches don't ever go bad. Like, mm. I got one that's like 10 years old. Like, them motherfuckers just don't go bad. Them Gore-Tex boots on there. And from Detroit, you niggas know that them Cole Hines is on that bitch, you <laughs> Every Detroit nigga rocks them fucking clothes. You gotta wear them shoes. Yeah, I'm just throwing this little Detroit okay, top okay. five this shoes. This is not personal. Nah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, them Connors, man. <laughs> I rock them bitches to work. I still rock, I still rock them bitches. Uh, and number five, it gotta be the Jays, dog. Them, them Concords, dog. Like, yeah, man. Oh, oh, my God. Like, when I when I see MJ step out in them shits for the first time, like, I hadn't seen nothing ever like that. <laughs> i tell you what's my hardest top 95 five. 95 was a good year for Nike. i tell you what's my... Damn, I left the 95 and the Air Max 95s off because that's some classic shit. You can throw them shit. Finding, finding like, a unique pair of Air Max 95s and stepping out in them bitches, like, you know you done accomplished something. i tell you what's yeah. my, my hardest top five ever. That's, I, it, it changed every single time. My top five pair of Jordans, dog. Mm, mm, mm. Because different colorways will change your selection on, like... <laughs> Like you could give a top five of each different colorway. Yeah. Like it's just it's just it's a difficult kind Cement of fours, Concord eleven. It's a difficult situation, dog. Oh man, them Carolina blue elevens. Hey man, I I can go on for my yeah. love for elevens. Yo, but we was gonna hit you with a top five anyway, so while okay. we're there, uh <laughs> look, top five dead or alive artists you love to work with. And that's in all genres? Uh, yeah. all genres. All right. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, Jill Scott. Um, I love her. Yeah. 
Uh, Christina Aguilera. Okay. Um, hmm. Interesting look. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you stand of all like yeah, of yeah, all genres. Right, right. If you want to say hip hop, then it's like oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, uh, here. So who I say? Christina, uh, Jill Scott, um, uh, Fall Out Boy. Uh, Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say Nas because that's my favorite rapper of all time. So okay. we're gonna say Nas. Yeah, sure. uh, you can't go wrong. With I agree with that. Word, word. Word. Nas and um. You can't let Nas stick to the beat. Word, you can't word. let Nas stick to. Nas has terrible beat. I'll make the beat for that, that nigga. I'll be like, bro, you gonna rhyme over my shit, bro? I don't agree with that. Rhyme over my shit, bro. Production, bro. I don't agree with that. Terrible. And uh, and the last one is uh probably gonna be D'Angelo. Okay, that's a solid. I wasn't expecting Fallout Boy and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, but. man, I love. She, she's everything. got a voice like she's got a powerful voice. Her fucking got, voice is amazing. Yeah. She's got like ten people hiding inside of her who all scream at yeah, the exact same time. Like, you know, and she's like, and she's like, like I remember when I was younger. You know, what I'm saying like, I believe I heard her before I saw her, and I would just assume she was black. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Pink. Yeah, remember yeah, Pink, her absolutely. first album. Yeah, she like had, my like, mom used to play that shit heavy. I used to always think it was like a sister, and then I saw. The video and it's like a white chick like I singing almost, that shit and I'm like I almost feel that she kind of like some Destiny Child type shit. She's not hundred percent white. She tapped out there because she got a lot of love from our from us right and then yeah. she got left us <laughs> like yeah. like all right I got them as fans. Go where the money go. She did. Niggas go where the money go. Yo, top five producers you love to work with. Anybody, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Okay. Um. No, no political answer. Nah, it's definitely not gonna be political. It's about to be the truth. Hey. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, okay, I'm gonna say, uh, uh Adilla, yeah, for one. Um, Dre and Vidal, they did a lot of work for Jill Sky. Yeah, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Dre and Vidal, uh, bring her back, bring her back to D'Angelo, I guess, because he produces. Um, so D'Angelo, uh, um. Uh, um, no, nah, not out. I, 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 I was swear to God, I was that was that was, I was thinking that. I mean, I definitely, I feel like that's some near future type shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. fuck with the up and coming. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Alchemist. You know, I'm talking about like long term more so. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I said him. Uh. Oh, Q-Tip, for sure. Speaking yeah. of which, the new Tribe album is phenomenal. It's amazing. I it's played that shit all morning, nigga. It's fucking all amazing. All morning, nigga. And my favorite joint on that is Mobius, even though Tribe isn't even on that shit. But that's my favorite track on the album because niggas was just fooling. Buster sounded like like the coming era Buster. You know what I'm saying? In consequence, he did all right. But I'm saying like Buster shit was like... Busta let niggas know that I still got and I was, I, was supposed, I, I, I I didn't listen to it yet, man. I was actually listening to Heart. Damn, heart so I album. just... Oh, word. Uh, word. <laughs> you know that ain't, hey, 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 hey. hey. I, was listening, I was listening to the Heart album all day. You hey, know what I'm saying? I was keep trying to get... Keep coming, my friend. Please. So, Thank you. Yes. And uh, uh, I think I named four. Um, and so the last one would probably be... Uh, um, I'll probably just say Premier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong yeah, with Premier, wrong and that's damn, damn, but damn, but that in the in the roof, in the roof. All right, that's it. That's okay. It. That's cool. It. Hey, one yeah, thing they I want... can just be Quest Love too. You ain't gotta be like, you know what I'm saying? But I preferably them as a group. You know what I'm saying? Preferably yeah. them as a group. You know what I'm saying? One thing I fucked up on. Remember when huh. we did the top five episode? We named like top five Detroit songs. We did nothing with Dylan, and I got scoped. Like somebody reached out to me and was like. 
So you left Dilla off the list completely? <laughs> because, I felt like an ass. What? Because we hip, like we are true hip hop connoisseurs, but, but we, the rest but of the we city did not. talk about top five Detroit songs, and we left. Not, we put nothing with Dilla. For, for whatever reason, Detroit. Like we always, we always, we always fuck with the, the hood local artists, but like the true MCs, the like for some right. reason the city just don't gravitate. Like yeah. niggas be popping around the country, overseas, but they don't be popping here, and it's just it's like the, the rest of the world. Because uh, some of the best rappers to ever breathe God's air come out of the three months. Like in real life, I in re- like so listen. Uh, we, had L- we had an Elzai conversation. We had an Elzai conversation. Shout out to Elzai. Yeah, Elzai is one of the best rappers I've ever heard rap, period. When is this interview coming out? Just Tomorrow. Again. Tomorrow, yeah. Okay, word. So, everybody, yo, speaking of Elzai, I'm going to be performing with Elzai next. We got the Marble Bar on Saturday. About to shut that shit down. I saw that. I saw that earlier. We, we, we need to make an appearance. I yes, please come here. through, bro. It's going to be nice, man. This Hell is yeah. Elzai's first show in Detroit in like months since way before Lead Poison. So. Yeah, yeah. So which I, I, I want to see which people I come do, out. I love that album. Which yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Shout out to Lead Green Wiggins. And low-key, uh, shout out to PDP. He pre-produced a uh, joint on his uh, preface album. Word. Oh, song. taking it yeah. back. Word. That's a good look. Yeah, and that was All one right. of the dope. Like, so listen, it's a song for Elzai and Paige Kennedy, a.k.a. Rampage. Um, I know y'all know him from like Buster shit, Buster man. Uh, from actor and you know he play on be on Vine all other shit, but nigga can rap. So it's a song called Rules of Rap. Well, him and Elzai explain how to rap. It's one of the coldest shit I ever heard. Like, Damn, mm, I gotta fire. check that shit out. So yeah, look I know. for it. Go to YouTube, type in Rules of Rap, Elzai Rules of Rap. Him and Rampage, Paige Kennedy, and you'll be looking like, damn, Paige Kennedy rap like this? Yeah, I know Paige. Yeah, that nigga be on Vine and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He got nigga, his Vine and shit. He used to be on Vine because Vine dead in the motherfucking right. Man. But <laughs> the nigga can rap his ass off. He got a new project coming out too. I gotta um, take a look for. I didn't know Paige Kennedy could rap. Yeah. Yo, top five MCs, dead uh, or alive? Okay. Uh, Nas, Black Thought. Ghostface slash Raekwon, they share a spot. I, I still, every time I think I could put one in, in this place, you know what I'm saying, I'll be like, damn, they tied again. You know what I'm saying? So they share a spot, but that's one person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Biggie and Redman. Honorable mention Mace. Oh, man. Wasn't expecting Mace. Mace? Yeah, that's Mur- why he's an honorable mention. Murder Mace <laughs> or Bad Boy Mace? Uh, Both. Okay. Low key shit. Welcome back, Mace. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Hey, hey bro. I hate hey, welcome bro. Back, I'm with it. I'm with it all. That's why you. I like love um, niggas didn't start or something, Mace. Yeah. The best verse, Mace. Like yeah. uh, that fucking verse is perfect, dog. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't tell me shit about that verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like you Yo, can't tell me. He was shit about flawless. He was flawless as fuck. Like, Mace, had a good, Mace had a good run. Yeah. He had a good ass run. He was the we man. I thought he was week. a superhero growing we did talk, up. We talked about Mace last week. Mace retired because that second album was trash to me, and he disappeared after that. Mace retired because niggas was trying to run him the fuck about a harmony. He had, he had to get gone. You ain't got to stop yeah, rapping because of that, That's though. That's what I heard. That's you, what I heard. You don't have to stop rapping. Like uh, you can make you can make so you move to Atlanta and don't rap <laughs> like you don't gotta stop right you don't have to stop rapping because yeah, you just changed the hustle that's all that is yeah you see you changed the hustle <laughs> all the way up and he was like but, uh, I'm gone I look man niggas and started some maces you you always hold that verse in high regard I do yeah bro I mean I'm I'm not shitting on it because like I I'm not gonna sit here in front like I wasn't a fucking mace fan like. Yeah. Pack more beef than the Islamic bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Pack enough sonic arms to neutralize atomic bombs. I used to think he was a superhero Ooh, growing up. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when I used to see the videos and shit. I'm 24, so I was born in 92. Mm. So around the time he was really hot, I'm like 5'6", you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I remember I would yeah, see the video and it will be like shiny suits and niggas floating and shit. I'd be like, dog, so what's up? That's crazy. So around when May shit first came out, I was in ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he was... But, uh, <laughs> so you talking about uh the joint when he was like, how many niggas I remember the... First time I tried to take a girl virginity. So, like, during that time frame, like, nigga, that was real life. You know what I'm saying? For us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was, like, the best ever. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing around about Mace during that time frame. It was like... Yeah, he was flawless back there. All right. Uh, top five albums. Ain't even got to be hip-hop. Just top five albums. Damn. You make it the whole Uh, Only built for Cuban Links. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna split them up because it's like you asking for any genre. Any genre. I feel like what working with artists was different, but like the album is kind of all right. So Illmatic, only built for Cuban Links, um, Brown Sugar for sure. Uh, Why did D'Angelo on your list? Yeah, man. I grew up on that shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My mom is like a neo soul head. I'm talking burning up. incense type. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she was on that shit. Like D'Angelo and, you know, Jill Scott. Huge yeah. Jill Scott fan. Mm-hmm. And to this day, she still buy her shit. She can go to Best Buy and she looking a little owl and, and she get to Jill Scott. Because it, it was like a little a little neo soul group patch. Yeah. Yeah. A little collective that yeah. was like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Brown Sugar. So that's three. Oh... Uh, <laughs> Trying to, take trying to put the pressure on me. No, no, no. It's no pressure because I, I, I got it. It's just more so like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make sure I don't leave shit out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Illmatic on just kill links. Um, brown sugar. Um, mm-hmm. Man, fuck it. Ready to die in 36 chambers. I was trying to switch it up, but I got to sit down and think if you're talking rocking. R and B and stuff, but Brown Sugar is definitely in that list on top. All right, now now we we might try. Go ahead, go ahead. So um, what's your five your five favorite albums? My five favorite albums. Yeah. Oh man, Songs in the Key of Life. Okay. Would be number one because like I'm like you like my mother used to play like a lot a lot of R and B in the crib. Yeah. Like I just remember like Saturday mornings when I heard Stevie, I knew it was time to get get the fuck up and start cleaning. (laughs) Songs in the Key of Life gonna be on. All day. Uh, reasonable doubt. Like when I heard that shit, like I had never heard like a nigga spit like that just so fluidly. Like Jay Z. Like I and I see I see you with the face that you give me. Like yeah, I have heard a lot of rappers with like it was just something that stood out about his flow, his delivery, and like how he stood toe to toe with Biggie. Like it's not a lot of motherfuckers that can say like they. They stood in the booth with Christopher Wallace, and he didn't make him look bad. Yeah. And that nigga went toe-to-toe with Biggie. Touching on Biggie, nigga, uh, Life After Death. Okay. I ain't never heard a double album like that. I think Life After Death is better than All Eyes on Me. Mm. And that's, it might be unpopular to say. We we had that When we we left last week, we was listening to uh, All Eyes on Me album, and we asked, like, which was better or whatever, and it's like... Like it, they told when you when you popped in the, the second CD and you heard Bone and Biggie, like that solidified it for me because like we had never heard Big rap like that before. Like that shit cemented it for me. Like Biggie was that nigga. Uh, let me see what else. 
Purple Rain. Mm. Like, I, I missed the Prince. I missed the Prince train. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not. Fan. I'm I not even, it. I'm not even just, gonna say like I was a giant Prince fan, but like I remember the impact of that of that shit when I heard it. Like, like Purple Rain was that shit, and it still is. Like you can put that shit on right now, and that shit's still bad. And my number five, the Chronic. The Chronic fucking shit. The Chronic is straight out of Compton, like, literally changed my life. Like, when I first heard Ice Cube rap, I thought that nigga was going to break in my house and kill everybody that I love. <laughs> like, that's how, like, that's how commanding Q's voice was. But when I heard The Chronic, like, The Chronic is damn near a perfect album. Damn near from start to finish. All it right. might have one or two filler tracks. Like, eh. it's a couple but, I mean, times. it was The when Chronic. I was, when I was younger, because, like, that's when I, when I first got into music and everything, I was... 92, I'm like 10 years old and shit. Yeah. The Chronic, uh, Snoop album, like, I was listening to that shit. And knowing every single word as a kid. Not like, even knowing what that the fuck you rapping about. Yeah, rapping that's the type of shit yeah. I grew up on. But, like, my top five albums, and the way I kind of had to, 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 to actually do this is whenever I get a new phone, a new device from from years ago, there's certain music that I run and I put on my phone first. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, you got to have that ride music. Yeah, this is, no, this is in no particular order. But... Is <laughs> it crazy? CeeLo Green, The Soul Machine, is one of my favorite Whenever albums. Have you want some soul? Like, nigga, that from, the Soul from, Machine was hard to from beginning to end. That is one of my favorite albums ever. Like, Acapella, wasn't that shit on the Soul Machine? Yeah, nigga. Like, no matter what, that shit goes on my phone. Niggas be sleeping like CeeLo can't spit. Like, CeeLo fucking embarrassed you. He's from Atlanta. Hey man, we we gonna have to, just wait, just yeah. wait. Okay, just get okay. out your top five. Right. Now you are gonna make me mad. So uh, I love that fucking album. Uh, Stillmatic is fucking Stillmatic. Yeah. Like, Stillmatic is fucking great. If I'm on a stranded yeah. island, I'm not leaving. With, I mean, hey, Stillmatic got to go with when, me. When I, the first, I remember the first time I heard Ether. So, and fuck, Jay-Z came through the speaker. I was like, this nigga Nas and lost his motherfucking And life. what's so crazy is, at the time, I thought it was over for Nas. Cause like when 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 Nas was one album away from being watched. The reason I say that is because when Taylor Takeover came out, like it was a dope song, but it was funny. Like it was like and you're lame. Like he was making for like I was like, how the fuck did you come back from that? And when I heard, oh shit, like oh my goosebumps, the whole nine yards. Stillmatic is a fucking masterpiece That's- to begin to end it. What goes around e- comes around. Maybe one of my favorite yeah. songs ever. But like, Ether kind of like solidify like Nas was not that because we had never heard Nas rap like that like he was not that nigga to be fucked with yeah Ron Browse made that song made that yeah. track which is why Pop Jay-Z champagne, Ron yeah, which is why Jay-Z made them for autotune because Ron Browse was popping on autotune he shut that shit down because you made because you did. made Easter you can't you can't prosper out here yeah um it's dark and hell is hot fire yeah. um it's in 1998 uh if you it's saw me, cannabis shit. It's gonna be cannabis. No, if if, if in nineteen ninety, if you saw me early nineteen ninety, you saw me. I was I had a fucking Walkman in the headphones, and I'm walking up Dre Road listening to DMX. Like you couldn't, nigga. It's DMX, dark and hell. DMX had a had a good ass run. It's yeah, dark and hell is hot. And what was the other one? Flesh in my flesh, blood yeah. in my blood. And they b- both dropped the same, same year, year, six months after each other, and both went multiple times platinum. Yeah. So how you drop two albums in the same year and they both going there? Niggas not doing that anymore. Nah, th- th- we'll probably never see that shit get he that He dropped again. that shit six months later, nigga. Like, we cashing in immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Def Jam was like, nigga, we cashing in immediately. Yeah, tr- look, 
when it comes to music, when it comes to pop culture, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Like, we used, we lived in a day and age where a nigga could drop an album, tore off of that shit for like two years, then drop another project. But like now, with the internet and how fast we get our information, how fast we digest, like it's just hard to sit on shit for like years and hope to maintain your fan base. Like, yeah. niggas like Jay-Z can do that. Like, if Jay dropped an album tonight, niggas would be... Cole can do it. Kendrick do it. J. Cole? Kendrick, I mean, J. Cole dropped his last album in 2014. It's about to be 2017. And it don't seem like he's been gone for three years. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he dropped on the tail end. Yeah, yeah, he did, right on the tail end. Yeah, of the year. What's your sure. last one? What's your last one? That's actually three. Uh, okay. Uh, Life After Death, double album, and uh, Machiavelli. Okay. Okay. That's a respectable list. I can't even yeah. shit on that. My, my, like, Word. I can't. I can't so, no, the one thing, I am going to put you on the spot real quick because you are a part of Detroit hip hop. Top five Detroit MCs. Okay. Uh, top five Detroit. So, they could be like famous or yeah. like underground. Any, anybody. Because um, well, niggas is really just one hit away from not being underground. Facts. It's. Damn, man. I want to. Like Slum Village, can we make that one artist? Okay, mm-hmm. I give you that. I give you that. You know what I'm saying? Slum, Slum Village has changed. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about when, when you know, when Botin and Jay was alive. Yeah, okay. 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 So, like, that era. Fantastic Volume 1, Volume 2. Right. And, I, and I like the first Trinity album. Uh, Even Detroit Soul? Or was it? What's called Detroit? Detroit Deli, I Detroit think. Deli, yeah. 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 yeah, like, so up to that point, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Even when Elza stepped in and shit. So, up to that point. So, like, we talking okay. 90s to, like, 04. Four, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Five or that's what like we can use. We can um, use all right, so slum, uh, shit, man, a Royce, yeah, Mom, can't, yeah. can't go wrong. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm Royce just, gets better every fucking Monster. like every time Monster. he drops something, Monster. like layers was incredible, yeah, fucking incredible. Elza, third, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, can't go wrong. You ain't never heard a whack Elza or Worst Voice verse, period. Ever. Nah. Nah. It doesn't exist. It don't exist. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Shit. Um, <laughs> I hope the mics ain't picked that up. Like, <laughs> somebody outside the studio sees it. Word up. Elza. Royce, Slum Village. Elza. Um. I'm gonna throw guilty in there. Guilty. Yeah. I was thinking that. Guilty and fat cat. Okay. So that's the file. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. I heard both of them on your album today too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The heart album. Yeah. So so <laughs> so talk about the project. You dropped heart. What was that? Earlier this year, right? Yeah, a few months ago. J- okay. July. July first. So that's about five months ago. So now we was just talking about like with the internet, with like shit changes, mm-hmm. and you know the. Like, you, it used to be a time you listen to an album, you vibe to it, you hold on to it for a minute. But, like, now with, you know, technology and shit, it's, everything regurgitates so quickly. Like, yeah. I don't see you moving moving at that same pace. Is, like, is that by choice? Is this a calculated effort? Or are you just really trying to craft a specific sound? Uh, I'm kind of confused. Because, like, uh, I mean, I can answer the way I think you're asking it. You know what I'm saying? Um... But yeah, can you like just like be clarified? Well, the the thing you don't you don't drop like a lot of music back to back to back. Okay. Like you put out you put out the heart and you kinda letting that, that bubble and take yeah. its own course. Yeah, I it. definitely like I'm, you I'm sure as a 
as a creative mind, yeah. like you, you constantly working, you constantly yeah, in the studio. For sure, for Even sure. though if you're not putting out shit, you know, I know that you produce as well as rap, so right. you're constantly in that creative process where you could, you know, essentially drop a project whenever the fuck you wanted to. Right. right? You kind of taking a different grind with it and let letting the shit, you know, letting this kind of bubble up on its own before the next one. Is that? You know, by choice or like what's 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 moving? Like? I mean, it's like by choice slash like necessary. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because it's like what I've what I've learned in in the release of projects is like um in between the time, like it's like the it's like you drop a project and it's like the fresh stage. You know what I'm saying? All is out. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the marinating phase where it's like it's marinating with the people, and then you got like the tail end where you start hinting at your new shit. You know what I'm saying? But overall, that's that's usually like a six to eight month period, you know right. what I'm saying? However, what I do do is sometimes like I'll drop a B tape in between rap albums. Like I have a B tape dropping in a few months called Lo Fi Flips. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I released Lo Fi Loops with Fat Beats right. 2015 in the spring, you know what I'm saying? So that was my last B tape, and that's damn near two years ago, you know? So Heart just came out, so I'm just like letting that run, you know what I'm saying? And I still got. A few things to do regarding that campaign, but after pretty much after this year, it's pretty much like hitting that new shit and things like that. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. So it's it's more so it's more so like a necessity. It's you know, like um, because it's like I I could just drop a bunch of music, but it's more so like quali- quality over Absolutely. quantity type I, thing. I yeah. I, I, I mm. would much rather prefer quality music. Like I don't necessarily need to hear. 72 songs from you yeah. in a in a in a single period because now it it kind of makes me think like okay now what's next right okay now what's next but it, let me say but I but I look like one of my favorite rappers is Currency okay and I look how like Currency he puts out me. yeah like he puts out a a lot of music in the course of 12 months like a sh- his catalog is so much, fucking huge so much some fact that I don't even bother listening to some of the shit like I like Currency too I haven't it's heard just too, it's too much music for me mm. like I got like yeah. three or four of his products on my phone but it'd be too much you know what I'm saying sometimes yeah no I agree I agree and Currency is a great example you know what I'm saying Um, like you said like I'm I'm still trying to catch up with it. I'm like, bro, I'm like I'm like twenty one albums behind, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm still bumping Smokey Robinson from Smokey Robinson was good as fuck. Dude. That was my yeah, shit. Right. I'm letting that shit ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but I'm but you know, some people some people can do it, some people can't. You know what I'm saying? And being that I'm not, you know, I don't have Justin Bieber status and no shit like that. Yeah. You know, I'd rather just like let stuff marinate and build that organic foundation, you know what I'm saying, and then bring it back. So then every every project I want to double, you know okay. what I'm saying? So eventually one time it could like double, triple, quadruple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when I knock it out the park. Every artist is just one one hit away, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. One like, look you, away. You yeah, never know. Yeah. You never know. And literally one look away, because sometimes it ain't even the, 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 the quote-unquote hit that gets you. Like you fuck around at the same song or you get featured on a... I heard you on TV raps. I don't know if y'all know about that. Bro, your, I know about that shit. Yeah. Yo, we, we can't... Uh, we can talk to him. I'm young. No, I'm saying, I don't know. Uh, I know about all I'm that. I'm saying, shit, I don't know bro. if niggas know that Yo and TV Raps is in the process of coming back. Unofficially, Charlemagne going to be hosting the, the uh, Yo and T Raps. It's coming back. Okay. In 2017, it's probably going to come back. So, the right look. I just hope they do it the right way. Like, don't yeah. just put it. Don't just yeah. make it some. Don't turn it into it's gonna TRL. Be done, it's gonna be done the right way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the right. TV Raps hold, like, a special place in my heart. The right look, the right. 
Beyonce tweets a song or some or like say for an example when um yeah. when Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill did a video where she was like dancing on his lap listening uh, to Dex Osama in the background like the mm-hmm. internet went nuts like that was just a look you know what I'm saying because right. they were right. playing your music in the back and yeah. and that ignites it you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. you're right that's like all, it, that's all that's all it really takes uh so I I, I listened to the um. To the heart album, and one I I I love the fucking title, okay, because uh, it says heart, but then he art it. Yeah, the shit is dope. It's just, word. <laughs> I'm into that cerebral type shit. Like word. you know what I'm saying? I thought that was dope, and just to start the album off, the opulence joint. Yeah, that shit was like a like to start off. The first song on the project is very important to me, Absolutely. and I felt the tone for the and I felt yeah. that shit perfectly set the tone. And I probably I probably spent that shit back like three or four times before I even got yeah, to the to right, the to right. next joint, because uh, I wasn't a hundred percent familiar with all the work. I heard For the sure. name a few times, sure. or whatever, and I'm like, God damn, yeah. Like yeah. I, got, I was like, I'm kind of slipping right now. And I and I be perfectly honest, I remember like kicking it with Soko maybe about a few years back, just through text conversations, convos with other people, and I remember him. I remember reading an interview. And he brought up your name just like as far as artists that he was interested in or wanted to work with or the new sound of the city. Like how did how did the link up happen between you all and you end up on Left and Center? Okay. Um I met Soko. Like I said, I'm twenty four. I met Soko when I was like nineteen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I've known him a little minute. I met him I met him it was a shop called Freshman Clothing downtown. It's not there anymore, but my piece of my man Phil and Cap. They was running the shop so you know, I was a young nigga, you know, younger nigga, and so I was just there all the time, you know what I'm saying, and, and all type of people would fall through, you know what I'm saying, Shine, everybody would fall through that moment, and, um, and one day Soko came through, and um, uh, uh, Phil, he was he already knew Soko, so they yeah. chopping it up and shit, and, uh, and I don't know, I was just, I just happened to be right there, like, I was next to him or something, he's like, He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you know him, man. He be rapping and shit. You know, yeah, you know yeah, how the OG yeah, yeah, like just yeah. trying to like throw you out. He's yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, he be rapping and shit. He's like, then you know, you know, we we just like kicked it from there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so like, he was living in New York at the t- well, he's still living in New York, but like, yeah. I'm not. When I met him, he was touring with uh uh um the Apollo left. the left Apollo yeah. and a uh, journalist, and he was just about to go to he was about to go to Europe. And then uh, he was like, yeah, man, when I get back from Europe, like, you know, let's build. Like, send me some of your stuff or whatever. And I'm like, cool. So, you know, and we did that for like a couple of years. I would just send him, you know, stuff that I thought was ill and shit like that. So I would send that shit to him. And, you know, it went from sending emails to like linking him, him inviting me to events or something. Like, yo, man, I'm going to be at this event. Come through if you ain't doing shit. And I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, you know, we just we just became homies and shit. And like, you know, his city, he... He told me he was working on his album, Domino Effect, which uh, came out last year. Yeah. And so, like, he was like, yo, man, he's like, yo, I want you to do a track on my album, a solo track. And he was like, I want you to make the beat, too. And I was like, all right, for sure. Hell yeah. So, the joint on his album, I actually recorded probably, like, 2013. The album came out to 2015, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, yeah, so I laid that joint or whatever, and he was really holding on to it. And like I said, it was two years, so I'm like, nigga, are you still going to use you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, I could have put that shit out myself or something. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to still use it. And um, he got a situation with Fat Beats, and they dropped a uh, record. And on the record, I had, like, the first, like, video single 
You know, okay. we shot a video to the solo cut or whatever. And then from there, you know, it spiraled into, you know, Soko getting Fat Beast interested in uh, pressing up my next record, which was Heart. And, and like I said, this is like, this is like tail end of 2015. I recorded Heart in, uh, yeah, early 2015. So I've been, I'm already holding on to Heart for like six months at this point. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm shopping it around. I'm talking... I sent it to Stone Stroll, all type of people. You know what I'm saying? Because I was shopping it around. I really wanted to, somebody to press it. And so Soko was just like, yo. And he was like, yo, I got this situation with Fabies. Like, I want to put out your record. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we're in a solid position. They know you, or at least are kind of familiar with you since yeah. you're on my album. So, you know, it's just a putting your homie on type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. And that's how we got the situation with Fat Beast. Well, Left to Center got the situation with Fat Beast, and, and then that's how I became part of Left to Center because he wanted to put my record out. So, that's a good look. Yeah, so he launched his imprint as far as, like, flagship artists with me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, of course, he put out his shit, you know. So is this your first, um like, a f- official project? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so how does... So how does that feeling feel when you get that call, email, text, where they say, hey, this is a go? Yeah, it was the bomb, man. It was a bomb. Um, you know, I can honestly say, and low-key, I mean, Heart, Heart, Heart definitely has done some things for me, but the Fuck the Hype EP, which dropped probably like eight months prior, mm-hmm. came out literally about a year ago. From like, It came out November 10th. Today's the 11th. You know what okay. I'm saying? So it came out last year. And that EP, that was like the foreshadowing. It was like Soko and uh, Dar Adams, he's from Boston. They had yeah, an yeah. idea to like put that out as like a little quick strike. It's like just to get people like a little aware. Because if we just put out, if we would have just put out Heart on a Fat Beast joint, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it wouldn't have did what it did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, yo, we got to get some stuff. Like we got to get you like warmed up. So yeah, we put yeah. out the EP. Because if the presentation isn't right, like the shit, yeah, oh, even, it doesn't right. matter how quality the music is. Word. If the presentation isn't right, it's that's quality just music that has never that that has came out but hasn't ever got that look that don't get the respect. The setup, the setup wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? If the Word. setup's not there, like you don't have the support, and then that shit is and like, bound to fail. For, for, for me personally, when I hear the name okay. Fat Beats, like that's that's important to me. You know it's hip hop. Yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. You name like Fat Beats, Stone Throw, like yeah. you know that shit. It's certified, like, real like That's important to yeah. me. So, like, I can only imagine how that feels. Like, Yo, that shit was the bomb, man. Because it's like, well, like I told you, I was shopping my shit. I was sending my shit to, like, all type of, you know, the labels that I feel like would embrace me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I wasn't sending my shit, like, to no Dev Jam or no shit like that. Right, right. I was sending it to, like, the people, like, I respect, like, Stone's Throw and Mellow Music Group and yeah, all them yeah. type of cats. You know what I'm saying? Mellow's so, a good, like, yeah, got a yeah. good collection. You know what I'm saying? Over. And I fuck with a few artists on their roster. You know what I'm saying? So I was, so I already knew people over there. So I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to try that. You know, but nobody hit me back, long story short. <laughs> but, you know, I told myself, like, I'm not putting this record out until, like, I get it shot. Because at that point, I had put out, like, three projects just on some self-release on the internet shit. Them shits wasn't doing nothing. Like, you know, I'm still at the crib. You know what I'm saying? But I can honestly say the EP and the LP, Heart. Like those, you know, it helped me, you know, reach a, a nice little, it gave me a little hop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I went. that blue check. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? You feel me? I'm like, I'm very fattish out here. I'm very fattish That's important. You know what I'm saying? And I went and got that shit if the stuff from the EPs, like interviews with like Huffington Post and, and going to, going out of town and shit strictly for press runs. Like. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I never had done that shit before, so that shit was nice. You know what I'm saying? I've met legends, like, on the Humble, like, running into Red Man and shit. We in the same place doing the same exact shit. Like, I'm talking about as far as in the music, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I met Young Ma, she was coming off the, this way before the ooh and shit. But yeah, yeah. My fault. But this back when she was fucking with Doug Down, and I remember I ran into her. She was coming off the elevator. She had like five bad ones with her. Five of them. You seen the one she got with her now? No, I ain't Boy, seen bro. I ain't seen the one now, man. I ain't seen the one now, but yeah. but I, but Young and me haven't lurked to- Toy Brick's Instagram page once in a, once yeah, in a while. I've been following bitches on Instagram for years. I ain't never seen their faces. I only can follow in real life. In real life, I only follow for like a day or two, then I unfollow. I can't. I can't keep doing that shit. Doing. I can't. I I do. I mean, fuck it. They don't know me. I'm just I'm just another follower. Fuck it. So we are kind of reference like. Hearing your song on the radio for the first time. Yeah. Or, um, so. What was that that first look that made you feel like official? Like you knew you would you you oh, landed like, in good company. Oh shit! The uh, the Tony Touch freestyle. Yeah. When I, yeah. When, I when I went on Talking Tuesdays, nigga. Ooh, nigga felt like the man that night, nigga. Man, you understand? Tony, man, that's like some legendary shit. Yo, Tony how many cat? I'm. And I'm, my thing, and my thing was. Like, like in high school, I used to watch these, like, episodes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like I, bro, I remember I, the Tony Touch freestyle series mixtapes. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? Yeah, used to be killing on Tony so it's T- like, like everybody. It's like, yo, it's like, bro, I used to watch this shit on YouTube, and now I'm in the room. Like, I'm in the room, nigga, and I'm on the schedule and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm getting fed. You know what I'm saying? They they brought us all type of shit. They was bringing, like, Oreos and shit. Like, <laughs> Like water, like I had never experienced green rooms and shit. You know what I'm saying? I've never had that type of treatment. Like they treat you like royalty and shit. Like that shit crazy. So I was getting shit like that off of the EP and like and of course you know I got most of that same shit with the with the LP. You know what I'm okay. saying? So like every time I'm just trying to like level up. But yeah, man, next is the tour. Where you touring? At? How many dates you got? Oh well, well, well. I mean, I'm not announcing shit oh, right oh, now. Oh, okay, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> but I mean, you can't drop an exclusive. Right we're working, now. we're working on it. We're working on it. But it's good, definitely going. European. It's definitely going to be European overseas. You know where they, they appreciate. They, they fucked with, <laughs> with hip hop. Man, that's, that's, that, you know that, that, it irritates me so mad, so much that it's so much talent in the city of Detroit that the entire world knows and loves and respects and pays for, and like niggas around the city just don't. They don't know. Like, I don't understand what it's, it is, it's man. There's still a lot of that crab in the bucket mentality. Yes, Every, that's everybody, exactly what it is. Everybody <laughs> wants the same type of shine, but, like, if you didn't put in the work, if you don't have the quality material, like, you don't deserve the shine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But niggas still had it. like, I'm here, and just because I'm part of it, and I see you doing it, I want what the fuck that you got. Right. But I I don't know what, what hard work you done put in. I don't know what sacrifice you done put in. But since you there... I want to pull you down and be right where you at. When people ask me what is the Detroit sound, I almost got to say which one. <laughs> you know yeah, what right, I'm saying? Yeah, right. it's two no, different no, it's, ones. It's two Detroit sounds. It's, it's definitely two. It's hip-hop and then it's that street shit. It's, yeah, it's hip-hop and it's like, uh, I don't know, street I, rap? Yeah, and I want to diss yeah. niggas. Cause and like, it's not because that, that is a viable, like, I like it. I, I listen I, to I, it. I like Bezo. I fucking like... Uh, I, I, I'm listening. I like that. I, I, I like Bezo. I, like, I secretly like Dope Boy Cash Out. Okay. I fuck with them. I like Dusty, dog. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy Dusty music, dog. Like, in real life. I like, fuck with Dusty. Dusty has a track on Buffy and Benihana's one with Elzai and I think... Yeah, Bo, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. shit fired. 
And is, 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 uh, what's the, um, white dude, singer from Southfield, uh, Mike, Mike Posner. Yeah, Mike Posner. Oh, yeah, Mike Mittens Posner. Mittens Up. Yeah. I love that track, nigga. Like, yeah, I Mike really Posner love that, dog. Like, right. I fuck with Dusty music. I feel like it's somebody else I'm leaving off the list. But then, like you said, you got I'll be mad that Dusty didn't go, didn't, cause like he came in on the, on the, the Detroit sound, but then the music changed. And it was more of like musical, laid back. Flow and like I'm mad that it didn't like go to where I think it should win. But I mean, his he, he's still a young dude. His career is far from like just being washed. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like absolutely. I'm out there still bad. He about like, to actually think you about turn to, that shit up. That shit's still think bad. Think about putting another project out. Yeah. When I when I think about other, but then on the other side of like the lyrical shit, I think about niggas like my nigga Dirt, my nigga Marv One. Yeah. You know what I'm Pizza saying? Because I heard Marv sitting on a monster with that soundtrack bro, of Autumn shit. Bro. Like I went to the listening. Yeah, session, I saw bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid. Yeah. And I think he added a track that joint with Royce he about to drop. So I think uh, that's suicide, added. Yeah, I think one came out today, it was Royce and uh Marv Suicide Squad. And that shit kinda of, that, that came out today? Out, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm slipping. Uh who else? Who else are really fucking? I enjoy up? Marv, dog. Marv is fire. I enjoy Marv, man. Very, I very, really very ill with the pen, for sure. Yeah. Since, the, since the Wayne Fonts mixtape joint. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was that the, uh, the, the EA Sports? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I enjoy that music, and man. If you and I enjoy the music, you don't appreciate Wayne Fonts. Like, yeah. you fucking appreciate <laughs> Wayne Fonts. Word. Oh, man. So, besides the tour, you said you got the beat tape. Uh-huh. Uh about to drop when it when can we expect like your next full length project? The full length probably won't be out well it's definitely not gonna be out till next year. Probably okay. I'm I'm aiming for the fall. The shit is done right now, but like like I said, we gotta go through, you know, agreement and like the pressing and all that shit, approving test presses and all that. Okay. And also I'm just like y'all talking about double albums earlier, I'm honestly trying to do a double album. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not really sure if Fat Beast will be down for that. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, budgeting and my name not being as big as, you know what I'm saying, uh, somebody worthy of being pressed up two LPs for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing, you know. But I'm hoping that the campaign can start, like, in the spring. You know what I'm saying? But I... The album's done. I'm pushing like 30 tracks. I'm trying to put like 20 on the album. So 10, okay. so I, 10 for each side. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, I spent a, long, a lot of time with the album, the Heart album, um, mm-hmm. over the last few days. And I, I enjoy it because, um, and I can hear, so based off of um, some of your top fives and favorite albums or whatever, mm-hmm. like I can kind of hear that influence inside the music. I like that. That that grungy, that grimy, that that, that almost the like I love that shit. The you know, voice. I can't even front what made me a fan was Clockers because yeah. number one, that's one of my favorite movies. Like I'm a yeah. Spike Lee head, yeah. and Clockers was like one of my favorite Spike Lee movies yeah. ever. And Strike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like like you say, it sounded like like the shit that I grew up listening. Yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that gritty New York feel shit. Like that's when I, when I first heard it. That's that's just the feeling that it gave us. And and then like I said, the name. Yeah. Niggas be sleeping on clock. Yeah. Niggas be sleeping. It's a great it's a great it's a great Amazing film. fucking movie. It's like, a great it's a great film, bro. Great film. Y'all talking about stopping risk earlier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stop and frisk. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. You know, it's real deep. It's real deep. And I, I, I love movies. Too. I love movies. That's another thing we could talk about for hours is movies. So give us top, top five, five movies. <laughs> come on, come on. You know, oh, bitch, damn. Bitch. <laughs> I did dig a hole. Yeah. Uh, dig your way out now. All right. Um, Scarface. Uh, classic. Yeah, classic. 
Um, that's that's the quintessential from nothing to something. Right. Yeah, yeah, overrated. Overrated? You say overrated? Hey. All right, all right, listen. Yeah, Scar, listen. Scarface, we're going to take Scarface. All right, so uh, uh, Belly, Black Belly is, Belly is basically a two-hour rap. Yes, but that's, that's what I love about it. I love Belly. And that's what I love about it. I love Belly, too, but Belly is a fucking terrible story. Yeah. It's a two-hour... It. It's, yeah. it's just a bunch... Belly is not... doesn't tell a... Nas never went back to Africa. We never saw Nas touch Africa. That don't mean he didn't go back. I think... I, I think... And terrible acting in Belly. Yeah. Nas and T and T Bob no, were terrible. Now listen, DMX deserved an Oscar. First of all, <laughs> I like that movie, B. I like that movie. I like that movie. And the whole big like time is like the whole. I, I enjoyed the whole. Hey, the, man, arc, the arc of the character was I DMX. I killed every nigga that came in his house in a velour jogging suit. Was on the floor. The only thing with, I was mad about AR, with an AK and a velour. I was just mad that the white bitch killed him. Like, like bitch, yeah. who, who the fuck? What? You right. never, like that was that was irritated me, but other than that, I love that. Two hour rap video, but I I fucking love Belly. Right. Best intro scene I probably yes, ever bro. seen in the minute. Soul to soul acapella, yeah. nigga. And they hitting the lick on a club. Yeah, come on, they bro. came in with the eyes gleam. Yeah, man. That's man, that, uh, what you call that light? The light? That the black light. light. The yeah, black, black light, light. Yeah, yeah, that was on that shit. You know what I'm saying? How you was the jeans? Okay. Uh, belly, uh, uh, Pursuit of Happiness, The Mask, um, Jim Carrey, The Mask, not Rocky Dennis Story. I'm but they're both. The Mask? Yes, yes. What are your top five movies? Yeah, bro. Defend this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, for one, it's, it's, it's just reminiscent of my childhood. That was like okay. one of the first mo- Like, I knew every word to that movie as a kid. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm saying it more so for nostalgic purposes. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I love it. I like the movie, too. But I like I the movie. And the, and the Max movie about Rocky Dennis is another one of my favorites, the Rocky Dennis story. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, fuck. Do the Right Thing. Man, fuck a top five. Do the right thing for us, Gump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. Black and white. Black and white. The, Black and white was good. The movie with Raekwon yeah. and yeah. Hey, look, Power. I love saying? that. Michael, my, and Mike Tyson was in there. He was like, uh, yeah. Mike Tyson was smack, smack. Robert I love it. Yeah. Fucked him up. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not deciphering your vernacular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been using that shit ever since, nigga. Like, ever since. Bro. I'm sorry. I'm not deciphering your look, vernacular. I was straight up watching that shit like two nights ago. And he yeah, smacked the shit out of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that shit be on late Mike night Tyson, and shit. Mike Tyson is a smart motherfucker. I don't care what nobody say. Like, Mike what? Tyson is a smart motherfucker. Yeah, it works. But, um. He wouldn't be rich if he was. Yeah. You're right. You don't, you don't just stop. You, you might stumble into rich, but you don't keep it by being stupid. You know yeah, word. And Mike been rich a lot. Mike got rich, lost it, and then came back. And yeah. he keep reinventing himself. Yeah, he need to uh, them gym shows he be wearing to horrible. And uh probably I'm gonna end it off with juice. juice. Alright, yeah. cool. Can't go wrong with juice. Oh damn, but see, I didn't I didn't say pay it for it. So pay it for it. Uh I think Miss Society one of the greatest films of all time. Okay. Which, that should change my life. I went, brothers. When I went to see Minutes of Society, I remember the niggas started shooting at the screen. I was 10 years you old. You went to the drive-in or some shit? No, nigga. I went to the regular, like, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold you on. was at the Norway? How about I knew you was at the Norway? Shooting nigga. at the fucking screen. What? Minutes of Society changed my life. When I left out of Minutes of Society, nigga, I wanted to be old dog. I wanted to, I, <laughs> nigga, I grew braids. I wanted to kill people. Like, I, like, nigga, I wanted to be old dog, nigga. I, that movie changed my life. Nigga. I wanted to be a savage. <laughs> nigga, I went and bought those little house shoes and shit. Like, it was a, like really, really though. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. That music and movie shit, that shit impacts your life. I don't give a fuck what nobody yeah, says. Cause, cause you can shit, remember where you were, like. 
nigga, I remember why, like, for you, it might have been Menace to Society, but Boys in the Hood, my nigga. Yeah. Okay. I seen Boys in the Hood in the drive in the drive in. I seen Boys my in the parents, Hood at the Norway. It was it was uh, Term, uh, Terminator Two and Boys in the Hood. When I think about it, like my parents are not the type of people that would take me to see Boys in the Hood. Word. Like you, you know what I'm saying at all. Ultra violent movies in the same city. Like that shit is. When I think about it now, I'm like nigga, that shit is pretty African crazy for my parents. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, hey, I did. Chris Shaw's mafia. Yeah, nigga, yeah. that is the shit. Hey man, you gotta like, like as much as I'm gonna say I drag my parents, but like as much as they tried to shelter me from shit, like shout out to my old dude because I remember he took me to buy doggy style. (laughs) We dubbed that shit on the tape. We had to put the tape over the the edges. You know what I'm saying? My my old dude bought. I remember that year for Christmas, he bought me a boombox for Christmas, and he was like, "You got to get something to play." I was like, "Yeah." So we went to Sam Goody out of Northland. I remember looking at Doggy Style because it had, back in the day, y'all, you had to have a parent to buy some shit that had right. that parental advisory. Yeah, absolutely. And I was standing there looking at it. He was like, you want it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want it. And he walked that shit up to the counter. That's what's Like a up. G. I still got Doggy Style on CD. First one of my old dude. Bought. Man, my pops wasn't on that shit. But this was crazy and shit. Uh, that's what's up. You had an ill ass dad. Yeah, I, 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 you know, remember, I could bang rap music in my room as loud as I fucking wanted, and it was no problem. So we talk no about, problem with that shit. We talked about DMX earlier, right? Yeah. So the second album is Dark and Hell is Hot. He's literally standing in a pool, in, blood. in blood inside of a tub and shit, right? So I bought the CD and I came home and it was on the it was on the uh, like living room table and shit. My dad came in the room and uh, you know they ultra religious and the whole nine yards and he like. He looked at this and he looked at me, and I'm like, I, I I realized how it looked like this man is literally standing in with blood dripping off him. I'm like, but what? dad, he got like a prayer at the end. <laughs> I went direct like he got a prayer at the end of the at the end of the album. You know what I'm saying? And he he let it rock. You know what I'm saying? But like, I understand how that fucking looked like. Uh, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, like, like I, I, like how you talk about your mom's Neil so like my mom used to bang a lot of R&B in the house. Like, my old dude, like, literally, like, let me find myself with hip-hop. Like, he didn't try to keep that shit away from me. He took me back, he took me to my first rap concert, like, Mm. when I was probably about 12, 13, we went and saw Redman and the Foosh Nickens. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. What year was this? Like, 92. My parents may have made it, my mom was working at WGLB at the radio station and shit, so when we was coming up, like, we would get all the tickets to all the concerts and shit, like, she inadvertently hit me with hip-hop like yeah. so back in the day crisscross nigga you couldn't tell me shit about crisscross oh, yeah. yeah. motherfucker. like when we they, go th- they had some dope records though living down for hip-hop last concert I ever went to was MC, the MC Hammer and Jody tonight's concert tonight? yeah tonight's the night and, and it had the, and the remix of Redman on it yes bro yeah. I was I went to the Jodeci concert nigga and MC Hammer was there and that was the greatest concert I ever been to in my life number two <laughs> In real life, Jody no, and MCM, Nick. that's a hell of a bill, though. Yeah, back in the sure day, they had sure. ill-ass tour lineups and shit. Yeah. Like, everybody was willing to travel with each other. Number, Nowadays, it's like, niggas do their own Number two concert tour. was uh, 2004, College Dropout, when Kanye first came out. Like, that was, like, my second best concert ever. It was them and the Nappy Roots. And, like, um, I think, like, GLL, GLC, open, uh, open, whatever. And, um... Consequence may have been there. It may have been like, you know what I'm saying? Right, the, that era. Yeah, but like the Nappy Roots, um, Dilated Peoples was there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Kanye. Like that was the best 
concert, and it was on my birthday. And this, <laughs> was, be- this was before Kanye lost his motherfucking mind. Like, yeah. That was- but them two concerts, and then the crisscross third concert was like a laser show. Shit, we got into a limousine and shit. Like, it was like as a kid, like, I ain't never been in a limousine, went to a, a behind-the-scenes pizza party and shit. Like, Damn, what? Perks, of, perks of my mom, you know what I'm saying, just working at... That sound ill as fuck. Yeah, you know the Crisscross concert? And when I, when, I, when I think back... That's with overalls? And what's so crazy, when I think back, like, we ain't never had no money growing up, but because of what my mom worked at, we used to get free tickets. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of the shit that we went yeah, through yeah. That, that, that influenced our lives, we got for free. Like, we couldn't afford this shit, like, on normal, but because right. we got the free tickets or whatever, like, that shit really Im- impacted your lives, you know what I'm saying? Right. On some, some music. Yeah, yeah so. hell yeah, hell yeah. Right. Don't pass episode, man. Man, we uh, appreciate you coming out, man. So, yeah, it, definitely appreciate you coming out. We got to get you back here. Hopefully, uh, you know, when, when Sogo touch down, we can get y'all both back here in the studio. Right. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, the next project will be bubbling up, but we ain't even got to wait till then, like... Once you come through and kick it with us, we always invite you back. Yo, right. plug all your social media shit where we can find you, upcoming shows, anything that we need to know about knowing the ninja, throw it out there. Word. Well, everything is known the ninja. So we talking Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, backslash everything known the ninja. Same thing on YouTube, Cable Ninja Network. Um you on Snap? Yes, Air Nolo on Snap. Okay. Follow me on Snap. I be fooling. Fuck the music. I be fooling. You get to see Nolan. You know what I'm saying? Like, no music, really. At least not my shit. Um, oh, yeah, the show with Elza next week. That's my... Well, tonight I got a show at the Love and Touch, but by the time... Oh, yeah, no, we streaming live. So, I mean, oh, we streaming live? Okay, yeah, well, yeah. I got a show in about an hour at the Love and Touch, you know what I'm saying, in Ferndale on Woodward. You know what I'm saying? Me, James Link. I can't pronounce his last name. Dante LaSalle. Uh, uh, think one below, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, nonetheless, so yeah, that and also I uh, got a show with Elza next week at the Marble Bar for the Lab Poison, um, like Lab Poison, yeah, city show. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, so we'll be up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so, sure. So, so that's for the sure. two upcoming shows. You know what I'm saying? And both shall do solid for surely. Is there a name for the beat tape yet that you can throw out there? Is that- yeah, Lo-Fi Flips. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that, that's my bad. Yeah, I did, y'all. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's okay. a sequel to Lo-Fi Loops. If you don't have Lo-Fi Loops, you can get it online. All the cassettes are sold out unless you, like, find it on eBay or something. Niggas be putting my music on eBay. So, question. Because, uh, you know, SoundCloud is a big, a big yeah. major impact. Have you ever come across somebody rapping over one of your beats oh hell yeah on youtube i mean hell that shit was yeah. like dope as fuck no that wasn't like just enjoy the beat cd and keep it working that's right and speaking of cds this show oh, good you know, luck. Man. Hey, man, we, we appreciate getting <coughs> no doubt hey man second second uh guest in a row that they came bare gifts how you clothing and I got on the shirt this hey. week because I said I would rock it. Man, I and, it, and it was dope as fuck. Absolutely. I didn't rock the How You Clothing this week because I'm going somewhere tomorrow where I actually need to wear that outfit. <laughs> so, yeah. How You Clothing, I'll take some pictures tomorrow. Yeah, can't, and repeat I'll the post outfit. The, can't repeat the outfit. We on the internet. I got to wear different right. shit now. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're starting to get like a following. Yeah. Shit is fucking crazy. Like, we started four so months sh- ago so, and believe in my living room. Right, so yeah. shout out to uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, shout out to Saudi Arabia. We got fans in Saudi Arabia. We got twenty-two listeners from Saudi Arabia this week. Uh, so fuck it, I'll take it. Saudi Arabia, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. UK fucking world. Um, 
all weird type of countries. I'm like, hey, I don't know how y'all listening, how y'all found us, but keep fucking with us. Yeah. And we appreciate it. Uh, Dame Gone Wild, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, shit, I feel like I'm missing something. Shop Talk Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, I updated everything to make it a lot easier to find us. So you can go to www.soundcloud.com slash Shop Talk Pod. The Facebook is Shop Talk Pod. Um, all the YouTube videos, you can just search hashtag Shop Talk Podcast. You can go to uh, YouTube.jjohnson313. Man, I was fooling. Yo, so I just want to give an update from last week because I did blow out the engine of my truck on my motherfucking birthday. Yeah. Coming up off of 96. Shout out to the three niggas that helped me push my tr- Just three fucking strangers helped me push my truck. You got your new whip? 96. Yeah, I got a new whip. So, shout out to Nicholas Financial, because I'm not fine. making no more payments. <laughs> Come get that bitch out of my driveway. Because hey. uh, <laughs> I'm out here in a new whip now. We live this shit, Hey, man, God is good. God you know is what I'm good saying? all like the you, time. Yeah, all, all the time. Like, you go, look, I always say this. Like, I may not always score, but I keep the ball in play. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, may not, I may get down, right. but I ain't never out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Just, like, straight up. So, I mean, I bounce back from that shit. I'm back oh, here out on these streets trying not to get arrested because I got two warrants now. Yeah. So oh, wow. I'm a motherfucking fugitive. Yeah, don't don't get that new whip impounded. Yeah, and we out in Oakland County, and yeah. they don't fuck around in, in, in the Oakland County. Never did. So nah. tune in next week for Dame's weekly encounter with the nah, police. Man, I'm not going to jail. <laughs> I'm not going to jail within the next. Every week, week we typically start off with an encounter from Dame that okay. he had with the police because and it's been very consistent. Like oh, wow. every week. So Damn. this week was a good week. Hey man, you. I've been I've been in jail three times in the last eighteen months. <laughs> oh wow. Yes, they are not fucking around with a nigga. Hey man. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I'm not gonna say that on air. Hey man, guys, yeah, I, I ain't going to jail no more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm turning my life. Like at 35, I've committed to turning my life around. So my life of crime is done. With. Got a couple more months before I turn officially 35. So welcome I got, to the club, my nigga. I can see 40. Man, I pray I make it to 35. Hey man, shit, this shit crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 35. it is, man. I don't, I don't lost a lot of, a lot of friends, family, loved for ones. Sure, I mean, sure. that's over a quarter of a century. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all out here. Yeah. Hell yeah. And now this shit is like. From, from now we gonna look at the good life. Like Jero, thirty-five and up is gonna be good life. Jero Nevergreen, thirty-five years later. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's a that's a feat within itself. Hell yeah. From the from the pride of Puritan Avenue, turned thirty-five. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm out here. Yeah, yeah. Come on, throw, throw your shit out there. Uh, so yeah, Jay Johnson three one three on Instagram and Twitter. Um, YouTube.com slash Jay Johnson three one three for all the videos. Uh, this search. Uh, hashtag Shop Talk Podcast and we'll come up and we're trying to be out here um, as we say every week I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast but we are Jay and Dang hell yeah hold up peace you ain't even say your social media